0: Being truly sustainable. What does it mean and how can companies make it happen? This is the issue we want to address in today's episode of the Trayton Sustainability Stories. Thank you very much for joining us. My name's Dan Wesker and I'm your host. Sustainability Stories. The Trayton Podcast
1: on building a sustainable future.
0: In today's episode, we want to talk about sustainable transformation of companies. Sustainability thrives on dialogue, on exchanging ideas, on having discussions with other players in the field. When it comes to being sustainable, no one can cut themselves off from the rest of the world and stay in their corporate bubble. Instead, it is important that companies remain open to other points of view. That's why I'm delighted that our first guest, the head of sustainability at Scania, Andreas Folera, will be joined by another true expert in the field of corporate sustainability. Lena Hock is Senior Vice President of Sustainability at the Swedish Project Development and Construction Group, Skanska, and therefore brings her very own perspective on today's topic. Welcome Lena Hock, welcome Andreas Folera. Thank you, Dom. You each have more than 20 years of experience when it comes to transforming companies to become even more sustainable. Both of you have been part of the sustainability journey of Scandinavian companies from the get-go. Mr. Folera, you joined Scania as Sustainability Manager in 2015. Previously, you had already held several different positions in which you worked towards promoting greater sustainability. Among others, you worked for WWF and as a sustainability consultant. Ms. Hook, you have more than 20 years of experience in implementing sustainability in companies from different industries finance, energy, real estate, and food, for example. In your opinion, how can we strengthen the topic of sustainability in companies? Is there a need for? Entrepreneurial freedom and innovation, or is it more about restrictive laws and bans?
2: Well, first of all, to strengthen sustainability is to focus on impact and what is of most relevant for the company. As for Skanska being a major construction and development uh, company, to us, issues as safety on worksite as well as climate and the environmental impact from from the built environment that we build are a major focus for us. So facts and figures, evaluate progress and market opportunities, that will always be core to strength and sustainability. Having that said, I should also state it is important to be clear about how you act responsible as a business. In that way, regulations are important to ensure a level of responsibility at the market and level the playing field to ensure that all companies attend a focus on responsible business
0: and andreas and from your side yeah it
1: needs to be a little bit of both i think it starts with the realization that your company wherever it is is a part of the societal fabric and it's a part of solving the big challenges that we are facing uh, being a part of this great journey we have towards a common future for us and our children and as you are realizing that, connecting that to the culture of your company, to the values, to the leaderships in your company, then it's really a lot about encouraging and facilitating and unleashing that creativity and problem solving and innovation that that is in the corporate sector.
0: Right, they're generally looking at the bigger picture, so to speak, of the sort of everything counts in, in, in making it go forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moving on, looking back briefly at at how the perception of corporate sustainability has changed over time, especially understanding and importance, which three key factors do you both think have changed?
2: Well, first of all, the technical development has really advanced on sustainability as. For example, today we can actually do produce buildings that are aimed to be net zero carbon during its lifespan, or actually having buildings built in, in far north that have more energy created than it's being used through its lifespan. Also, if we take the energy needed to produce the materials of steel and and, and concrete for those buildings. So these kinds of buildings are being part of a solution for some of the big problems in society. We have done one of those concepts for energy plus buildings. We call it powerhouse. And World Economic Forum did a shout out that it was one of the most advanced concepts for energy plus houses in the world. And what that means is actually when the building is up and running, it creates and produces a surplus of green energy to be shared, for example, to charge electrical vehicles and buses. So the technical development absolutely as a number one. Uh, number two, I would say the commitments from nations and companies on net zero, it creates a new normal, which also makes a market opportunities for those companies that just like uh, Andreas is saying, are unleashing their powers, their creativities to come up with a sustainable sustainable. sustainable solutions that the society need. That is really important. And thirdly, it's really important when we talk about value creation that you can evaluate the impact and compare performance. Also here, we have really made great advancements in the world the past years, and that is essential in order to also value the sustainable impact from a financial perspective where investors and clients can actually estimates its value and being willing to drive business or buy these kinds of solutions as a premium.
0: Okay, so we've got technology, commitment, value creation. Andreas, would you concur with that? It's a huge difference.
1: I mean, the the last 20 years or just the last 10 years, I mean, the, the perception of sustainability as a core capability in firms is just another word now. Now, I think Number one, the understanding of the urgency of the challenges we are facing is there in in a much greater sense. Number two, there's been a generational shift both in in our leadership and broader within our employees. I mean, the people are now or or in our companies they have they have this with them uh, when they enter into to the company. And number three, I would say. The finance community has finally understood that it makes sense to put money into uh, this area. This is the future. This is where the investments make sense. And that is a huge wave of encouragement to sustainable practices in in, in
0: business. In that sense, Andreas, let me then further ask, what does sustainability mean for Scania, for example, I know that at Scania Climate Day you sensitized all employees worldwide to act more sustainably at work. On the other hand, scientific discoveries also play an important role at Scania. Can you elaborate on that on what sustainability means at Scania?
1: I love to and uh, working with sustainability at Scania is very much what uh, Lena referred to before. It's about understanding our impact. negative, and positive, also emphasizing the positive because sometimes we forget that in sustainability circles that we have a lot of positive things going on with our businesses, job creation, development, innovation. And then just focusing on that impact. If you don't start your journey with focusing on your impact, your sustainability journey becomes difficult to understand. Uh, For us, it's about driving the shift towards a sustainable and and even i would say a fossil free transport system climate and transport needs to be decoupled and that's where we put our focus and that's what we have put into our purpose into our strategies into our corporate targets and that's where we need to listen to science and then using the full sustainability toolbox to make it happen for real, make it important and make it big and make it influence uh, all the decisions that you're taking.
0: Excellent. And Lena, what defines the concept of sustainability at Skanska? Your claim is that you build for a better society. Could you elaborate on that a little more?
2: Yeah, we have set that as our vision and guiding star that we should build for a better society. And that means for us to think of how we do stuff and also how we impact society. So we have built a very strong culture around sustainability and our core values of safety and ethics and, and green solutions. And that takes a demand upon us on how we do things and a strive to continuously do things better. I guess this is a very... Swedish concept of trying the word better because that means that we have to recognize you can always drive for further improvements in whatever you do when you build a safety culture or when you are looking for how you can have even greener solutions for society. So we need to have that whole workforce and all the minds of Skanska and the people working with Skanska. That's when we're strong, when all of us come to work and to a project and see how we can contribute to building for a better society. In that way, we have also actually named our business plan Profit with Purpose. Also to be very clear about that we do think that it is important for us that if we are to achieve our ambitions at great scale, we have to be do it as a part of our business model. We have a great impact and a very long-term impact considering we build the hospitals, road, bridges, and by that we need to understand the complexity of our industry, that we need to work together with those that are producing materials, as well as understanding the years to come when our facilities or their roads or their real estate is up and running.
0: Would I be correct that we are in agreement when we say sustainability is a broad field from CO2 reductions in production all the way to sustainable supply chains, sustainable human resource development and many other issues? How do you then define um, individual milestones in your approach to these diverse topics?
1: Sustainability is about driving change on a system level and and it's it's really about having this balanced way forward where you realize that you you can solve problems in one end but you also need to think about the full system and not creating problems or risks elsewhere in your value chain or in your in your ecosystem and i think Coming to your question, uh, Dan, that sustainability is is a working field. It's very much about realizing that that you need to integrate it in a pace that harmonizes with the expectations from the society and your internal driving forces. And, And there is very much... A transformational side to it we need to do it fairly rapidly because the challenges we're facing are urgent but it's also very practical it's about finding and defining a problem something that you need to work on then put it into uh, your plans opening that great sustainability toolbox and using those tools, setting those KPIs, getting everybody on board, and delivering.
0: And and following on from that, what role does leadership play in the transformation towards increased sustainability? And how do you ensure that all employees can participate?
1: Leadership is, is, of course, key, and, and I think uh, especially for uh, Lena and Maya and our kind, good leadership starts with the realization that you are never the smartest person in the room. Yeah. It's all about enabling and, and empowering, really. I think our greatest asset as leaders is our ability to translate the big picture into something that makes sense to a multitude of different groups and then you can emphasize different things and and that's that's your ability that you need to to cultivate
0: and lena what are your thoughts on that
2: it is also about how you mitigate risks the risk for corruption and, and ethical breaches, the risk of ignoring safety on site or the risk of not understanding your environmental impacts. So you need to understand the risk mitigation, have clear management and structures and responsibilities around it and accountability. And part of that is on the risk mitigation and the sincerity there is also to ensure a speak up culture where people dare to speak up. If they see that something is wrong, they should say so, so we all can be better together. And I I believe, Andreas, you, you were also into this, that you can't have any hierarchies when it comes to these kinds of aspects. So Skanska, we have about 10,000 projects where we are building in Europe and in the in US. And we have about 35,000 employees, but we do employ about 250,000 subcontractors out on our work site. To us, it is of utterly importance that everyone feels that they have the license to speak up and tell their mind if they see that something is ignored, overlooked, or or just wrong, because we all need to know, because otherwise there may be a a safety risk there, or it may be so that we're not doing our best to drive uh, on, on our sustainability aims. So culture is really important and the accountability for leaders to do so. But also, To foster that kind of engagement to be even better, to understand that the customer actually wants to have a green and healthy and inclusive environment around the building and having those great ideas that comes from from the members of Skanska or the employees, that they speak up also when it comes to these kinds of solutions. Because when I'm out on project sites visiting, I'm amazed about the great engagement around sustainability that I hear from the people with the boots on the ground, so to speak. And those are the ones that are telling us how we can be even smarter when it comes to water efficiency or actually how we build a neighborhood in a way that it actually feels more inclusive for different kinds of people that are in the area. So we are building for a better society in that way as well.
0: Yes, Andreas, do you have something to add to that? Uh,
1: Just uh,
0: something uh, that
1: that Lena said that really struck me is is this uh, sense of a shared and a a common uh, belief uh, and a way forward. And I think one thing that was very important for Scania was a couple of years ago when we made a very big study asking the very simple question Can we decarbonize in the time stipulated by the Paris Accord on climate? Can we be fossil-free to 2050? Uh, And what does the way there look? And of course, we we, we put in a lot of resources into answering this question. and, And out came the answer, yes, it is possible. And not only is it possible, it's good for business, we will be a better company in, in doing this. And that was so important because it, it it made us all realize that we can do this. And then we set science-based carbon reduction target just to stay accountable to us getting there. And with that being done, those two important steps, then you unleash the problem-solving capacity and the creativity and the innovation of the company, then it's irreversible because it's nothing that is so attractive to us as human beings. When we can connect what we're doing 40 hours a week with the higher purpose of creating a common sustainable future. So the leadership is need to show the way, show that it's possible and and give a license to go. And then great companies, Then they just go. And then then things start to fall into place.
0: If you could wish for three things that would further accelerate the transformation towards sustainability, what would they be? Uh, Andreas, perhaps?
1: I might need to go to my particular industry to make sense of it. I mean, the question is so big otherwise. But for driving sustainability in the transport sector, first on my wish list would be a global tax on carbon. Which is really not realistic at this point, but you know, leveling the playing field, get rid of free riders, and set the course toward a fossil-free future—that that that would be nice. Then, of course, secondly, more investments into clean energy, and, and in our case, charging infrastructure for heavy transport. And thirdly, I wish that uh, the climate summit in Glasgow in this fall becomes a, a great success and that all major countries increases their ambitions uh, in the, in the field of climate action. So that's that's what I will send in to, to Santa <laughs>
0: and Lena.
2: Well, I have been amazed the past years to see to what large degree there are innovation solutions on great sustainability challenges, and we have set a climate target to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2045, including our value chain. So I would. So, so my wish is to even faster pace on how to work on sustainability innovation. In Skanska, in order to make that happen, we have started to to actually settle a term for it. We talk about sustainovation and how we are really cooperating internally, but also external partners on sustainability innovations. Actually, right before this dialogue with you two, I'm coming from from a great uh, workshop together with some of our best business leaders about different climate scenarios and our business innovation and approaches, how to tackle them from a long-term perspective, talking about 2030 and 2040. So, and also saying that long term market conditions on sustainability, just like Andreas is mentioning, that's crucial. So, sustainability in public procurement is really important. And uh, my last wish then is to make sustainable solutions the preferable choice by all clients and investors. I have really been impressed. To seeing the financial industry setting structures and actually tuning in to actually push for sustainability, I think that should accelerate even further.
0: There we have it. Actually, I've come to the end of all my questions on that one. So that concludes uh, today's episode. And, and there's certainly some new thoughts for us to think about. Thank you very much to my guests, Lena Hook and Andres Follier.
2: Thank you, Don.
0: Thank you. You're listening to Sustainability Stories, the Trayton podcast on building a sustainable future. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. I'm your host, Dan Wesker. Thank you for tuning in today. We're glad to have you with us. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to recommend us or listen to our other episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or simply using the podcatcher of your choice. That way, you'll always be up to date. So from me, until the next time, I look forward to it. Thanks for listening. Sustainability Stories The Trayton Podcast on building
1: a sustainable future.